sunny beaches of South Florida. Is that you? Hello. Oh, my gosh. How in the heck are you? You look amazing today. It is so good to see you again. Come on in. Have a seat. Follow us or subscribe or whatever it is your medium requires and stay a while. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Say, while you're here, can I get you something to think today? As a young man just out of high school, I had the opportunity to participate in completing uh, a mission for my church. I was assigned to a large regional area in western Pennsylvania, which included parts of New York, Ohio, and West Virginia. One of the first places I lived was Westfield, New York. While visiting friends in nearby Fredonia and Dunkirk, New York, I had my first experience with the original Buffalo Wings, originally from nearby Buffalo, New York. Those Buffalo Hot Wings were made at the time from Frank's Red Hot Sauce and a little butter. And speaking of Buffalo Wings, if you haven't ever had Buffalo Eggs, please look me up on my Instagram at fyo.podcast for details. A a link is always included in the show notes. Well, along with new foods and new towns, we participated in a variety of community service details in hospitals, libraries, rehabilitation centers, and different community organizations. There were several young men and women serving in these areas as well. And on several occasions in the New York area, I was able to tag team with a young man by the name of Troy Quigley. Both of us suffered from pathological optimism, and still do. So we got along rather well. On one of our service outings, we were meeting people and making random life challenges to them. was something we seemed to sporadically do in times and places. But on the way back from one particular neighborhood in Fredonia, we walked past a grocery store. As we came to the street entrance on the sidewalk, there was a car pulled up to the edge of the road that had steam coming out of the hood. So we helped the woman push her car back into the grocery store parking lot so we could pop the hood and see what the problem was. You know, see if we could help. The steam seemed to be getting darker with every passing second, and by the time we got the hood opened, a ball of fire rolled out from under it. Uh, It was as much a shock to us as it was to her that it wasn't just a radiator problem. It, It was much more serious than just an angry, overheated radiator. I ran into the grocery store and grabbed their fire extinguisher. Upon returning to the car, Troy and I agreed that he would open the hood and I would squirt down the fire. But each time the hood was opened, the flames came out so fast that he couldn't even get it partially up before it slammed back shut. It was too hot. I was never able to get a complete shot of the fire extinguisher onto the engine. So in desperation, I laid on the ground near the front of the car in an attempt to spray the extinguisher up under the engine and get it somewhat under control. And I just remember as we were several minutes into this urgent situation, I was so preoccupied with containing the problem that I had forgotten to worry about the car going kaboom while we were still trying to get the fire under control. So in that moment of reality, as I laid there on the ground, I looked up at Troy and said, if you feel prompted to run, don't leave me here. (laughs) Well, he thankfully agreed and never did feel the need to run. We finally got the fire extinguished, but by then it had fried some of the wires on top of the motor. The lady was pretty distraught over the whole event. As Troy and I reflected on that event recently, we wondered if that woman would have preferred a total loss of a car burning to the ground as opposed to the repair bill for having her engine well done. 
On another occasion, while living in Arnold, Pennsylvania, we volunteered in a nearby rehabilitation facility and a long-term care center. And it was across the Tarentum Bridge in the Tarentum and Natrona Heights area. We spent most of our time on the third floor. This is where the folks resided who were there for the duration of their lives because of their special needs for 24-hour care. We visited and played games with them. Uh, We did our best to try and sprinkle some sunshine into their lives. I remember one elderly lady in particular who was suffering from dementia. She wouldn't eat, and she was really struggling with wanting to interact with anyone. It almost seemed as if she was shut down and couldn't or wouldn't understand or respond. I remember stubbornly sitting next to her, caring about her and talking to her, even without response. Uh, She reminded me of my grandma's. I recall feeling that I wanted more than anything to sneak into her heart and bring her a little bit of my contagious joy. It took a few visits with lots of stubborn enthusiasm. And then out of nowhere, she started to say a few words and to respond and then to interact. She eventually was playing games with us and then eating again. I began to look forward to seeing her and watching her happiness when we visited. I remember on one of the last visits to the facility, I went looking for her. I asked the nurse if she had been moved and she said, I'm sorry, but she passed away last week. I remember feeling the warmest sorrow in my heart and just so humbled that I could spend a little time with her in her final days. Today is the 1st of October, and the cooler weather is starting to be felt across the country. In an effort to be ready for winter, I took my old sunburnt Silverado into town to purchase some coal. My mama always loved the scent of burning coal, and I have loved it as well. For some reason, I always am found singing a Chim Chimney song as I reminisce to scenes from Mary Poppins. Some people like a little wood-burning smell in the house and go a little cuckoo when it's on your clothes. Those are my kind of people. Someone ought to make a dryer sheet in that scent. Essence of embers or fragrance of fireplace or campfire cologne. I'm just saying, there is a niche out there and at least two people that I know of really love it. How do I so easily get sidetracked? Where in the heck was I? Oh yeah, sunburnt Silverado in town, first day of October, getting coal. Okay, so I waited in my truck on the scales for my turn to be loaded with coal. When the driver slash loader returned to the rock yard, I could tell that she was under the gun with a lot of Friday appointments and probably wanting to be on her merry way into the weekend. More people started pulling into the yard and I could see her glancing up at them, realizing that her work was piling up and would make a revealing sound with each additional car. I tried to be light and funny in my conversation to alleviate what I was feeling from her and hopefully to put her in a better frequency to finish out her day. Something I do as a life of the party kind of guy. But in all of my expertise, I couldn't get her to crack, no matter how much jovial I exuded. Well, she did an amazing job getting my truck loaded and under my cash budget. And as she handed me my change and receipt, I thought to myself, this is it. Go in for the kill or miss out altogether. So I looked at her as seriously as I could and said, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before, but I'm going to be thinking about you all winter. Yep, that snapped her. Big smile and laughter 
No one has ever said that to me before, she said. That's a good one. Inside, I let out a very long and shrill war hoop. Woohoo! Victory for joy. Victory for enthusiasm. A few years ago, on a long summer day in Rigby, Idaho, I was about midway into my UPS route and came to a house that was quite consistent for deliveries. She wasn't home the previous day for a delivery that required a signature, so as I knocked on the door, she looked very relieved to see me and replied, I missed you yesterday. I dug deep into my bag of enthusiasm and responded with a hearty and resounding, I missed you too, to which she immediately blushed and smiled so big her ears nearly touched in the back of her head. Here are my takeaways. Enthusiasm begets enthusiasm. Challenge that hypothesis. Prove the universe wrong. Even if the person has been weaned on a pickle, your joy with the proper frequency will be delivered. Your job is done and your frequency is secured. Be nice to your UPS drivers. If your dog is at risk or risky, keep them contained. It's the courteous thing to do. Buffalo wings don't come from a buffalo. They come from buffalo. Johnny Appleseed never saw the trees he planted, nor did he taste directly of the fruits of his labors. You can count the seeds in an apple, but can you count the apples from a single seed? How do you make someone's day? How do you go out of your way to show up for others? Sharing meaningful enthusiasm isn't about changing others. It's about retaining yourself and your frequency. Hold your enthusiastic ground. Do your part and do it well. Well, dad blasted, I sure enjoyed the visit today. If you gained something from it, be kind enough to follow us and leave a review. And do it right now. If you would, it'd sure be appreciated. Your comments have been so considerate and honestly left me blushing. And good night, those reviews make a big difference in the program's visibility. On the Apple platforms, you select the Go to Show option. And then click the circle plus sign at the top right to follow. Then scroll down below the episodes to leave some stars in a review. Them algorithms need all the help they can get so as I can disrupt more good folks like you. So I tell you what, if you got a friend or three that you just don't like very much, well, share this podcast with them and let us bug them for a while. And if you have comments or suggestions for future discussions, well, don't just keep them to yourself. We'd love to hear from you. You can DM us on our Instagrams at fyo.podcast. And thank you. Are you still there? Remember to download the Family Tree app and see how you are related to the people from today's episode. All those links will be included in the show notes. Sometimes it's important to look a gift horse in the mouth. Your gift is your ancestry. Your superpower is their family history stories that make you. Not a one of us crawled out from under a rock, regardless of what you've been told. You have 4,094 grandparents, over 12 generations, 
with thousands of love stories, battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, and expressions of hope for the future that allows you to be here today. We are the culmination of so many things we did not choose. It was designed that way. So be gentle with yourself and others. Take the time to learn yourself through your family history stories. There are innumerable tributaries flowing into the life experience that deceptively seems to be your own, but it's not. So think about that as you row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Russell M. Nelson stated, When our hearts turn to our ancestors, something changes inside us. We feel part of something greater than ourselves. <laughs> I concur. Thank you for joining me on another unbelievably true adventure. Find your family history superpower and activate it. Until the next time, bye.